Shalom to all. Today's daf is Baba Metziah Daf Gimel, and we are starting about the eighth line with the word Lema. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas of Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, El Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantiv Ben Rosher Anshul, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. So we were discussing the first case of Mishnah. Remember, it was two fellows who had walking into Bezin, holding onto an item, both claiming it's theirs. And we had said that each one makes a shvu and receives half the item. So the Gemara tells us Lema is like Rabbi Yosi. Let's say Moshe is not like Rabbi Yosi. Dik Rabbi Yosi, if you want to say it's like Rabbi Yosi, Ha'Omar, well he says Imkain Mahiv said Ramai. If so, what is the Ramai, the swindler, the person? Who's being deceitful? What does he lose out on? Everything is left until Eliyahu Navi comes. Now, what's this referring to? So, this is from later on in the Masechta. It's talking about where two fellows deposited money by a third. One gave a hundred, and the other gave two hundred. However, both of these guys are claiming that the two hundred is theirs. The Chum say that each one receives a hundred. Vahashar and the remaining a hundred is left untouched until Eliyahu Navi comes to tell us who it belongs to. However, Yesi argues because Imkain, if so, Ma Hivsed Aramai. What does the dishonest one lose out on? He doesn't lose by claiming the two hundred is his. At best he'll get the 200. At worst, he'll just receive his original 100. And so he's not being deterred from making this false claim. And therefore, says Rabbi Yaisi, everything is munachat in order to deter the Ramai. And so therefore, Aramish is not like Rabbi Yaisi, because we don't leave this garment until Yohanavi comes. Asking Mar, Elamai, so what do you want to say, Rabbanon? That Aramish is the Rabbanon? Well, keeping that Rabbanon, since Rabbanon over there had said, Ashar munachat that the remaining 100 is left until Yohanavi comes, well, Hanami kashar dami. This garment, which is being held on to both of them, in our case of our Mishnah, is like the Shar. This fake, because it's a suffix, we don't know who it belongs to. Samish is not the Rabbanon either. Don't just tell me it's not Rabbi Yaisi. However, the Gemara does away with this immediately. Hi, my, what is this? Meaning, what up as far as this? If you want to say that Amrish is Rabbanon, so that would make sense. Why is that? Because Hasam over there, the Vade Haimon and the Chaimunayahu, for sure that last remaining mana belongs to somebody. So Amr Rabbanon, Yehimun It makes sense that the Rabbanon say that it has to be put to the side until Yohanavi comes. But Hach over here, the Ikamir, the Shabayahu, were able to say this item belongs to both of them. Like we explained yesterday, it could be they both found it at the same time and they both picked it up at the same time. Amr Rabbanon, Pagibishu. So that's why the Rabbanon say that they both have to make a shvua and then they split it 50-50. But if you want to say that our mission is Rabbi Yaisi, there we have a problem because hashta now, umahasam over there, that for sure each one of them at least gets a money. Amr Rabbi Yaisi, still Rabbi Yaisi says, that everything gets put to the side until Yonavi comes and no one receives anything. So hach over here, we're able to say that the item belongs to only one of them. Shouldn't we say for sure so must be that our mission is not Rabbi Yaisi. Mar says no. I feel to Rabbi Yaisi. We can even say that Rabbi Yaisi is Rabbi Yaisi because Hasam vada ikaramai. Over there, there's for sure ramai. For sure, somebody over there is being dishonest, and that's why we're going to take away everything so that we deter the ramai. However, Hacham miyamad ikaramai. Over here, are we for sure that there's a ramai? I could say they both picked it up at the same time, and there isn't necessarily a ramai, and therefore Rabbi Yaisi would agree over here that a shvuah is made, and that we're going to split it 50-50. Inami, alternatively, we have a different answer for Rabbi Yaisi. Hasam over there can't Rabbi Yaisi the ramai. Rabbi Yaisi penalizes the Ramai, so that he admits that he's the one who's lying. Whereas Hach over here might say that it's like the Lady. What loss would there be for the Ramai if we take everything away until Yonavi comes, that that would be an impetus for him to admit. He's not going to lose anything. Because who's the Ramai over here? The guy who grabbed the item when he really shouldn't have, because the other person had really taken the item before him. Well, if we say that we're going to take the item away and no one's going to get it, then the Ramai doesn't lose out on anything, because it wasn't his item to begin with. So that's why Rabbi Yassi would say over here that there's no purpose to take it away, because again, we're not going to be deterring the Ramai. However, the Gemara says, that'll make sense in the case of Metziah, where Ruvain found something and Shimon's the Ramai and grabs it away from him. So over there, we're not going to deter Shimon by saying that we're going to take away the object. However, Michael Memer, what about in the case of buying and selling? Let's say Ruvain and Shimon are both holding onto the object claiming they bought it. And remember, as we explained yesterday, the Meicher, the seller, admits that he received money from both of them and he just doesn't remember which one he meant to sell it to. So over there, if we take the money and the object and put it away until you know he comes, so then we would deter the Ramai because he wants to at least get his money back. The one says, right, it's clear like we originally answered and 
And the reason why Rabbi Yosef would agree, even in the case of our Mishnah, that Shavuah is made, is because we don't have a definite Ramai. Over there, there's definitely a Ramai. Over here, there isn't definitely a Ramai. And that's the main answer for Rabbi Yosef. Another way of Shittas Rabban and Rabbi Yosef, we explore a case that we brought yesterday. Bain Rabban and Bain Rabbi Yosef, both the corners of Rabban and Rabbi Yosef, Hasam Gabi Chanriyam Bekasai. Over there, in the case of Chanriyam Bekasai, the Ktani that we had said, Zenish Babanaitol was Zenish Babanaitol, that each one makes a Shavuah and takes. Well, my Shnad Loyim read enough Gilmarim Baal Bayes, Vayim Rachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
Tova, that they both have to make a Shavua. So we see that when we have Adim testifying that Shimon owes Ruvain half of his claim, Shimon has to make a Shavua. So that's Rabbi Chia's Raya. So I think Mark explains his cryptic statement. What does Rabbi Chia mean by that? And the answer is, that you shouldn't say as follows, There's only when a person admits on his own, this is called a Shavua, that's when the Torah says that a person has to make a Shavua. And why would a person have to make a Shavua when he's Maidim Mikzas? Namely, Ruvain's $100 from Shimon, and Shimon admits, I only owe you 50 In that situation, since Shimon is Maidim Mikzas, he has to make a Shavua regarding the other half that he doesn't owe it. And why would that be? Kid Rabba, it's like what Rabba said. Dhamma Rabba, Rabba said, and this is very famous, we found this all across Shaz. Why is the Torah says that when a person admits to half of the Taino, he has to make a Shavua on the other half? Because Chazaka, we have a legal presumption, ain't other made as part of the A person is not going to be so brazen, he's not going to be such a machutzef to the face of his Balchayv and say that he doesn't owe any money. And therefore, if Shimon didn't owe any money, so he should have denied the entire loan. And the reason why he didn't deny the entire amount is Mishom the Eino is Panov. Because as we just said, a person's not going to be so brazen to the person who lent him money and deny the entire thing. So that's why he admitted that he owes him money because he in truth does owe him money. Now, if we're saying that Shimon has a streak of honesty in him, that he's admitting to his Balchavideo's money, so Gimon based on top, that means that he really should have admitted to the entire amount. Why did he deny half of it? And the reason why he didn't admit to the entire amount is because he's just slipping away from him. He's trying to avoid him for now. So far, Shimon thinks himself, once I get hold of the money, then I'm going to pay him. In other words, Reuven's $100 from Shimon. Shimon says I only owe you 50. Our understanding of this conversation is that Shimon's not lying. He's not claiming that he only owes 50. He's basically admitting that he owes the full 100. And the only reason why he didn't say it right now is because he only has 50 in his pocket and he just wants to wait till he gets the other 50 and then he'll repay it. And therefore, Ramachman of the Torah says, we have to put a Shavuah on him so he should admit to the entire thing. Now that's by Moedim Mikdos. But when Edim give testimony that Shimon owes 50, you can't give this Svarah because Shimon himself denied the entire thing. I might say that Shimon's not able to make a Shavuah because we already see that Shimon lied regarding 50. So who says we could trust him in regards to a Shavuah? The Kamash Malan is that we have a Kavachaymer that even in case when Edim testified that Shimon owes that 50, he would have to make a Shavuah regarding the other 50. So the Gemara asks, okay, what's a Kavachaymer? And the answer is as follows. Just like Piv, a person's own mouth. He cannot be mechav himself money, but he couldn't mechav himself a shvua, like in the case of Moedim Mikdas, Edim that couldn't mechav him money, shouldn't we say for sure that Edim couldn't mechav him a shvua? So ask the Gemara, how is that Kavachimer? A person's own mouth can't mechav him money? We know that when a Baladin, a litigant, admits to something, it's as if a hundred Edim give testimony about it. If Shimon openly admits, yes, I owe Ruvain money, so it's as if there's a hundred Edim all saying in unison, Shimon owes Ruvain money. So what does it mean that a person's own mouth can't be mechav him money? So Gemara says, you're right. My mama in kenas. What do we mean by money? It means a kenas, a penalty. And so here's a kavachimer. Just like a person's own mouth cannot be mechav himself a kenas. We know that mighty kenas putter, but a person couldn't mechav himself a shvua. Well, Adam shemachav and I say kenas. Adam that couldn't mechav a person to pay kenas. Adam shemachav and I say shvua. Don't we say for sure that Adam couldn't mechav a person shvua? However, the Gemara says that's not good because mal apivsh can mechav a carbon. A person's own mouth could be mechav himself a carbon. Turn by Adam. Are we going to say the same by Adam? Adam can't mechav a person a carbon. We know that when a person doesn't have air b'shayig, he only has to bring a carbon if he comes to that recognition on his own. But if Adam told him that he was over that vera, so he does not bring a carbon. So we see that Piv is actually stronger than Adam. So Gemara says, "Holy kasha, that's not a problem." Rebchia kremeir severely. Rebchia holds a kremeir. The Amar who holds Adam mechav a carbon mekavachaymer. The Adam couldn't mechav a carbon based off a kavachaymer. And what's our mayor's shita? Then now we have Meshna. Amru leishnaim. Let's say two people told a person, "Achal to chelav, you ate forbidden fats." Vuhoimer and he says, "Loyachalti, no, I didn't." So Rebchia mechayiv mayor's mechayiv this person a carbon mecham paiter mecham say that he's pater. And our mayor of mayor gives a reason for why he's mechayiv a carbon. Imei view shnaim with a misa chamur. 
Torah, if two Adam could bring a person to Misa, he could get killed, which is very chamer. And that's when Adam give Edus about a person that he killed somebody else, so he's going to get killed. When do we say for sure that Adam could cause a person to bring a carbon, which is much more cal than Misa? And so that's of Meir Svara. Amrulai, where Zacham told him, how is that comparable? My mir to lawyer Mezid, you see Yiftar. If the person wanted to say, I was Mezid, I ate that Chelev on purpose, so he'd be put from a carbon. And that's why he's put from a carbon even now. And that's the reason for the Machlaikas. But either which way, we could say the Rabbi holds like Meir that Adam could be Machavim a carbon, and therefore we have a valid Kavachimer between Piv and Adam. However, the Gemara was asking on this Kavachimer. El Rather, let's say as follows Malapiv, she can Machavim Asham. A person can be Chavim a carbon Asham based off of himself, whereas Adam can't do that. So the Gemara asked, what type of question is that? Asham, Hainu carbon. And Asham is the same thing as a carbon. So it's not a valid question. The Gemara continues right. We have a different question on the Kavachimer. El Rather, it's as follows Malapiv, she can Machavim a A person could be Chavim a and added fifth based off his own mission. If a person swore falsely denying money that he owes, and then he admitted on his own that he swore falsely, so we'd have to pay a chaymesh and added fifth onto that amount. And Adam cannot be mechaiv him that chaymesh. So who says we could learn Adam from Piv? So Gemara says, holy kasha, that also is not a question. Rebchei Kratmer, really. Rebchei holds a Gemara once again. The same way that Adam can mechaiv a person of carbon based off a kavachaymer, they could also mechaiv him a chaymesh based off a kavachaymer. So therefore, we don't have any questions on a kavachaymer. So Gemara continues, El rather, here's the question. Malapiv, shekane ain't when a person admits to something on his own, that's not in the parsha of Achashvarazama. When Adam says something, that is in the parsha of Achashvarazama. When a person admits to owing money, for example, even if Adam comes to say that he doesn't owe the money, of course he owes the money because he admitted on his own that he owes the money, and that means he's not in the parsha of Achasha. If Adam contradict him, we don't pay attention to the Adam. However, Adam are in the parsha of Achasha. If a set of Adam comes to say that Shimon owes Ruvain money, and then another set of Adam comes to say that Shimon does not owe Ruvain money, so this is Edos Bahachasha. They're contradicting each other. And we throw them out. So still, we see that we can't compare Piv and Adim. So Gemara says, You're right, we have a totally different Limud. El Asim Eid Echad, we're going to learn that Adim could be a person of Shvua from Eid Echad. What's a Limud? Uma Eid Echad, Shein Mechavim, Mechavim Shvua, just like Eid Echad cannot be a person money. If we have one Eid saying that Shimon owes Ruvain money, Shimon doesn't have to pay, but he could be Mechavim Shvua, namely when Ruvain tells Shimon, You owe me money, and Shimon says, No, I don't. And one Eid says, Yes, you do. So Shimon actually has to make a Shvua over there. So Adim Shemchavim, I say, Mamain. Adim, then Armachavim. Don't we say for sure that they could be mechayvim a shvua? Like more once again says, it's not a good comparison because Malay Echad Shekain al Mashu Meid Hu Nishba Echad is unique because he's swearing against what the Edus is. Again, Reuben says that Shimon owes him hundred dollars. Shimon says I don't owe you a penny. The Eid Echad says you do owe him hundred dollars. And what's Shimon's shvua over there to contradict the Eid Echad that no, I do not owe him hundred dollars. So Shimon's swearing to directly contradict the Eid Echad. However, Dalaram and Alpha on the top, Tamer by Edim, or when you say the same by Edim. In the case of Adam, it's different. What was the case of Adam? Let's go back to the beginning. Reuven told Shimon, you owe me $100. Shimon says, I don't owe you a penny. And the Adam said, you owe 50. So what's Shimon's shvua? It's on the other 50. That I don't owe the other 50. So who's to say he even has to make such a shvua? It's not like he's making a shvua to contradict the Adam. He's making a shvua about something else. And so we don't have a source that he would have to make that shvua in the first place. We have one more attempt before we pause for the day. Elamar of Papa, or rather, Papa says, What's Gilgal shvua? So we know that often there will be a claim that doesn't require a person to make a shvua. However, if at that same time there's a claim that will require him to make a shvua, we could be megalgal shvua, which means either to roll on a shvua or to extend a shvua even onto the situation that usually doesn't require shvua because we already have a shvua in place over here. And so the Tamsalimut is the same way that Eid Echad, who cannot be Machayev Mamon, could be Machayev Shvua through Gilgal, so Adim, who could be Machayev Mamon, should for sure be able to Machayev Shvua. However, the Gemara says it's not a raya, Mal Gilgal Shvua Eid Echad, Shekain Shvua Gares Shvua. Gilgal Shvua of Eid Echad only exists because it's coming from a Shvua. Since the Eid Echad was Machayev Shem in the first 
shvua, so we're able to megagal another shvua. But turn by Edom, are you going to say the same by Edom? The Mammon come chayvi. The Edom are being mechayv shimon mamain, so we can't say that mamain is going to lead to a shvua. It's not coming from a shvua in the first place, so we can't be megagal a shvua. And we're going to end here for the day without a conclusive proof for Avchia. However, we're going to pick up tomorrow right in the middle of the sugya, continuing to bring a raya for Avchia. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.